0: The Ryan and Rush show is brought to you by Vision Homes. If you're looking to build a home in North Central West Virginia, visit askvisionhomes.com. Vision Homes building you a house, you're proud to call home. And don't forget to subscribe to the Ryan and Rush show, but don't take our word for it, take Coach Neelan's. Hi, this is Coach Don Neelan, and you're watching the Ryan and Rush show. Please subscribe. <laughs> And we welcome you into another edition of the Ryan and Russ show, your source for West Virginia sports. Excuse my voice today. Um, I got married on Saturday. Ryan was there. It was a great weekend, a great weekend, a celebration. So forgive me on that front. But of course, sh- the show must go on. A lot to talk about. Great win on Saturday as well against BYU. Ryan, we were celebrating on the dance floor and stuff, but thank goodness we have phones, right? Pulled it right out, able to catch a little bit of the game. Solid win. Uh for the West Virginia Mountaineers over the BYU Cougars 37 to 7 it was a perfect game it was a complete game it was a game where if you do everything right that could be the result every time for the Mountaineers it, it was it was an awesome win for for this West Virginia team.
1: Yes it was and shout out to the MVP of the night my cell phone that was my <laughs> TV. Uh yeah not not the biggest uh not the biggest screen but I was able to watch the action. I know I was uh we we, we were like secret service I'd get up to catch you when you weren't completely talking to everybody and said, Hey, we just went up 21, nothing. So great night, great celebration with you. And now your wife, Rachel, it was great. A lot of Mountaineers there. We sang country roads and everybody knows you as a BYU fan that grew up too, man. This was as impressive a game during the Neil Brown era as I ever can remember. And I know BYU was on a backup quarterback, but in the past we have messed around in these kind of games and, we, we would have let this team hang around. We choked them out right from the get-go, almost 600 yards of offense, ground and pound over 300 yards. I mean, we have been right on with this team right from the beginning, and we said with the way that they're playing solid play, with the physical brand of football, with this veteran offensive line, with these talented running backs, Donaldson, White, uh, Garrett Green with his legs, they're going to wear teams down mm-hmm. in November and into December, and it's starting to show because teams are getting banged up on, on the front lines. And we're just start, we're getting better and better because that's our strength of our team.
0: One of my favorite parts of the night, Ryan, is it was Bedlam was on before our game. Yes, and yeah, I look over to you. You're like 17, 14. OK, state. And then <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I didn't know how much time's left. So I just pointed. I'm like time. And you like do flash it up. Yeah. It was a good night, man. Thanks. For, thanks for all that. And yeah, absolutely. Great night for the Mountaineers. I want to say something real quick. Obviously, everyone knows. That I grew up a BYU fan. My parents were there. My my brother was there. My uncle was there, who all went to BYU. So it was great to have that in front of all the, 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 uh, being the West Virginia fan amongst a bunch of BYU fans. So that was, that was great to celebrate. But I'll tell you what, BYU fans, and I saw this going around and the BYU football team, absolute class act. This is a great team to have in the Big 12, a great, um, team. You know, culturally, it may be a little different. I get some people may not like or understand. The beliefs of BYU, but that doesn't matter. They're 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 uh, they're a culture that loves their football team just like as much as West Virginia loves their football team as well. And the fact that the team stayed around for Country Roads at the end and how great their fans were, we we're, we're so glad that you're in the conference BYU, and we look forward to playing you in twenty twenty five in Provo, and then back in twenty twenty seven in Morgantown. But yeah, let's talk about the good guys, Ryan. Six hundred yards in offense, like you were talking about this. It's it's really incredible that you look at the start of this season Ryan and I know we bring this up before but especially this needs to be brought up again after this game you have Garrett Green was not only ranked last in the conference but ranked last among FBS quarterbacks and it's not even close he's 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 not only not last but he's sliding to the top so the guy can run the guy's a leader the guy's a dog the guy can throw the ball and sling it and hey this is this was that game we needed, Ryan, in the sense where we came into this game as favorites, especially betting favorites, a large spread too with a backup quarterback. And here's the thing with backup quarterbacks. Yeah, I was the number one Juco quarterback. Yeah, you know, we're figuring things out. But when you don't have a lot of film on someone and, you know, we, we see it a lot, right, where this like a backup quarterback will come in and win a game and then maybe not win or win the rest of them because you finally have some film on it and you're finally able to prepare for them but like that first time like when you're like what does this offense look like this guy's a little different than slovis different things can happen there you know it it can give the mountaineers you could it can put you on your heels but they were the aggressor that night i really like the the idea too I'm, i'm pretty sure i was looking back on it we won the coin toss and we said that we wanted the ball and that we were to start on offense. And I really like that aggressiveness. Um, We saw it in the UCF game, right? When they go down and, and scored right away. So it's amazing when West Virginia is the aggressor and it's amazing when they play perfect football, no turnovers, obviously left time of possession out, you know, seven and a half yards of rushing. It was, this is a great, that was a great game. To get right, because we got to go to Norman this week against Oklahoma. We didn't look ahead at that game. Oklahoma lost, and they may spiral now. Ryan, we were talking about at the wedding, man. Like, I really like this team headed into Norman.
1: Yeah, and we have given Oklahoma fits over these last couple of years with being able to run the football. We beat them finally last year. Probably should have won the game in Norman two years ago. I, we we gave them that game, so a chance to get revenge on our final trip to uh, the Oklahoma Sooners. But you do mention that Rush, they it's not like they force five turnovers against BYU. The turnover battle was 0-0, zero to zero, so it was just a complete domination up front in the trenches on both sides of the football, and I think that's, that's more satisfying than just having a fluke game where you just force five turnovers. That's more sustainable that you're able to average seven and a half yards a carry on the ground. You average seven and a half yards a carry, you're not going to lose to anybody in this Mm-mm. country, so... It's uh no they they that was as good a game plan and like you said in the past man we would have played around in that game and it would have been a, it oh, would yeah. have been a nail biter coming down the stretch and we would have had to kick a walk off field goal to win it but not not this team this team is peaking at the right time bowl eligible may I ask yes um yeah. like we predicted at the beginning of the year win number six here we go man back in the driver's seat and it's still a long shot to get to Dallas because of the Oklahoma State loss unfortunately but. I mean, we we sit there with two losses in league play. Who knows, man? This this league has been chaos this whole year. Who knows who's going to get upset coming down the stretch? They they still could crawl back into this mix Absolutely. to get to Dallas.
0: Absolutely. You went you went out, which isn't out of the realm of possibility. Ryan, is you? like we said? We feel really good about this Oklahoma game coming up. You know, you know, a power team like Oklahoma when they lose two in a row, realize they're not going to Dallas anymore, or most likely not. And you know their national championship hopes are gone, and now you're going to the SEC. Teams quit. We're in the quitting time of the year for these teams. And yep. two losses in a row can quickly become three losses in a row, especially if they're not ready. And we know this Oklahoma team will will preview the, the preview them this week and 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 do a deeper dive as we always do on the teams before we face them. But they got holes, they got issues, and I'm really re- really looking forward to this game in Norman. And hey, if we win this one, I I think we're winning out, man. But Hey, after that Cincinnati, then Baylor nine and three, man, you got a chance. You got a yeah. chance. And that's only two losses in the big 12. Maybe it comes down to a tiebreaker or something. Maybe things work out that way, but, but there is a chance And Ryan. I mean, it does look like, of course, knock on wood, but we keep playing. We're, we're getting better each game. It seems like, yeah, we had a little iffy stuff with Houston and Oklahoma state, but to some extent we we are getting better every game. And man, we're, go- we're probably going to go nine and three, eight and four. Now the way things are shaping up, the way things are looking. So good job. Got to give credit to Neil Brown. Of course, a lot, a lot was against him uh, coming into the season, but but we talked about it with his interviews before, before the season led off, right? That he actually had this calm confidence about him. They got back to f- d- fundamentals, back to working on their foundation, doing things right. And as of this point right now, I think he's absolutely earned uh, another year for this team. And I, I think we do need to see if this can be something because yeah, it took a little while to get things going, but hey, at least they're they're getting going. So let's see, let's see if this can continue. Obviously, you got to finish off the season strong. Be great to win a bowl game, too. I know you can't always count on who's available and who's not because it's 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 a weird time of year. Um, but this this can really set us up. We finished this year strong, set us up for success for years to come
1: completely agree rush and i i think you mentioned it we're getting better and better like that penn mm-hmm. state game seems like light years away and that was yeah. our takeaway like there's some things that that could that could turn into something with this team we knew mm-hmm. we were going to be able to run the ball going into the year but this team has gotten better on both sides on both sides of the football and now finally for the first time in the neil brown era they're playing good offensively while playing good defensively and that's why they're beating a team in league play by 30. I mean, that's hard mm-hmm. to do. I know that like
0: BYU is not a terrible team. Yeah, they're, they're a little they're, depleted and I know they didn't have yeah. slow but I mean, this is, this is a solid team. It's, it's, it's yeah. not like an American, like BYU's always had that type of schedule where they play hard and they're ready to go. This is a good win. This is they're a gonna great to win. A game.
1: They're going to get to a bowl game. They're yeah, going to get to a bowl game. You will wins. win one
0: more. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, I mean, anytime you can beat somebody by 30 in league play, that's that's a good win. So yes. looking forward to uh, looking forward to Saturday, man, I'm excited. I, I think we have a good shot to get another big road win. It reminds me of that TCU game where I think everybody's just going to assume that it's going to be a letdown for us. But I like the way we match up with them. I've liked the way Dude. we've matched up with them the last couple of years. And I know they're coming off back to back losses, but they were talking about going to the college football playoffs just two weeks ago. They mm-hmm. went on the road, took two straight losses. Which is what we said they were going to do too. I mean, we yeah. said they had only played one road game the entire year. They were not as good as their record and what everybody was making them out to be. So, but now they're back at home in Norman, where they do play well. So it's going to be a good game. I'm looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, and Garrett Green owes them one. You know, they yes. they, they snuck a couple of years ago. Maybe that's that time where we were meant to get the win this year. Uh, Planet 76 podcast, perfect transition here. The basketball team is going to be interesting. To watch tonight cautiously optimistic and i think that's a great way to put it actually our friend a different troy and we know we do a big show big 12 show with our friend troy this is a different troy on here him and his buddy do the planet 76 podcast if you're a 76ers fan out there go check them out they do a great job um over there but a good basketball transition ryan tonight obviously is the home opener josh eilert's first game as the head coach of the west virginia basketball team Cautiously optimistic, as 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 Troy Planet Seventy Six Podcast put down there. How are you feeling, Ryan? Uh,
1: yeah, you know me. I I'm, I'm in coach mode. I, I'm worried. <laughs> I mean, they they're they're a good team. Dana Ford in his sixth year at the helm. There, I coached uh, when I was at Austin P, I I coached against Dana Ford. He was at Tennessee State, so I know what to expect. They're going to be physical. They're going to junk it up defensively. Switch up their defenses. Double the posts. Switch a bunch of stuff and try to muck it up. They bring back ten guys. It, this, this this is a great test. This is a great yes. test. Like George Mason was a great test. And I know we only got eight scholarship guys, but you know what? Like Josh says, we're not victims, man. This is an opportunity for this young team to get a heck of a win against a team that is going to have a chance to play in the NCAA tournament in Missouri State. They, they play in the Missouri Valley with good teams like Drake, um, Bradley, Northern Iowa. We've seen these T Belmont, Murray State, teams that have won NCAA tournament games over the years in upsets. They're right there, man. They they got a chance to get to the dance and, and advance in the dance.
0: They 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 do. This is we we and we've seen that we've seen them do it to two other teams in the past. And and this is a great test. It's a great way to start the season. And while you're absolutely right, Ryan, and I mean Josh said this on, on our show on Friday, and go check that out if you haven't. i shared some amazing stories in there. We appreciate the coaching staff. Um, and Josh Eilert, of course coming on the podcast uh, last week, all the assistants as well. So go check out our preseason um, episodes if if you get the opportunity. But yes, we're, they're, they're not victims. They're not going to act like victims. I mean, the the sh- the story that Josh shared on our podcast on Friday, Ryan, I mean, that's adversity as adversity as, as it gets, right? Everything yeah. from that point on is in a way easy. But that doesn't mean this is easy. It's easy. It's easier. And I think we're just going to have to be patient with this team too. and we've got to be supportive and listen guys it's not if there's some struggles if there's some things to figure out if it's a little bit of a clunky non-conference I mean in a way we're out with without three starters right now is that an excuse no next man up you go out there and you figure it out right we saw that a lot with COVID Ryan I mean how many times would we have I remember when we played Kansas State and half their team almost had COVID and they only had like seven players they were able to play and they still almost won that game so yes no excuses but we do have curse to spend in nine games. Of course, a cook is figuring things out with his health. And then, Hey, our, our attorney general in West Virginia is trying to get Raquan battle, um, uh, back on this team too. So while patience is needed, support is needed. This, this we're, we're in a position, still a really good position. Obviously Jesse Edwards, Quinn Slizinski, Ofri nave. Um, of course the, the guys that stayed around Kobe Johnson, Seth Wilson, Pat, uh, Josiah, I mean, there's still some solid skill players on this team, not as thick as we'd like to be, but we we will get that figured out. Um, and and there a lot of good things can happen. A lot of good things can happen to teams, as we talked about with these assistant coaches, Ryan. When you go, when the easiest part left is just playing basketball, when you've gone through almost all the adversity and it's just, well, now we just got to play basketball. Teams figure things out from there.
1: Completely agree, and we're we're going to talk about how the Mountaineers will beat Missouri State, but also want to open it up to the chat too. I mean we're yeah. we're going to do these pregame shows before all the games this year, and kind of like we did with the Houston football game, we want you guys to throw in your keys to victory. How how do the Mountaineers get win number one? We want this to be an interactive uh, segment in our show with you guys. So, but yeah, you mentioned it, Rush, and I, I, everybody that follows us on social media. I host a college basketball show every single night and we pick all the games. The number one trendy underdog pick by everybody has been Missouri State. Everybody's picking Missouri State. Everybody thinks Westford kind of like football we just saw it. Everybody thinks we're going to suck, which is fine. That I mean on the outside looking in, I don't disagree why anybody might think that we're not going to be good. Uh, you lose a hall of famer, you're down to eight scholarship guys, but Josh said this also in a, in his press conference and with us on on the show last week. West Virginia operates at its best when it's, when it's backs against the wall. Mm -hmm. When, 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 when this, when this, when these programs have a chip on their shoulder, that's when the, that's when the Mountaineers have won big games over the years. And that's when they've won multiple games and stretches. So they're embracing it. You got to embrace, embrace the adversity and and keep plugging along. Cause nobody feels sorry for you. I mean, (laughs) there's 363 teams in, in this country that are trying, fighting tooth and nail to win a basketball game. And, they don't care that you're down to eight scholarship players. So, yeah, it, looking forward to seeing these eight eight guys compete tonight and try and get win number one.
0: I love how we asked the ch- chat, keys to victory, and Jacob just replies, Jesse, and that's absolutely <laughs> the truth. Last yeah. year, So last year, a little story for those of you um, who may or may not remember, last year when we really got this show going up and, up and started, um, every time we would do like a pregame show, we would do keys to victory, what's going to go into this game, and the X factor for each game. By the third game, after we listed Eric Stevenson as our X-Factor, because it depended on, as we all know, we saw last year, uh, we just kind of eliminated that category. I think this category might be eliminated again this year because I think that's going to be Jesse Edwards as our X-Factor. Got to stay out of foul trouble, obviously. Got to stay healthy. Got to score a lot of points. So simple as that. Uh, if, If he has a great game, then most likely the Mountaineers are having a great game as well. But that doesn't mean... Other guys of course we're going to need other guys to step up as well. One guy we talked about it Ryan last week but I want to bring up again Quince Lezinski, man. He really stepped up that game against George Mason when a lot was going on and Josh talked about it on our show that it was a scrimmage it didn't really count for anything. They were down. They somehow got the Vanderbilt scrimmage film allegedly quote <laughs> um and, <I> how. <laughs> and yeah uh-huh. how does that happen? And, and and of course the cook goes down. With a health concern, and these guys rallied back and still found a way to grind out a game, and that there is some, there is something very hopeful in that. There's something th- those moral victories, those great victories that, yeah, maybe doesn't really count for anything, but it does. And I think seeing that shows a lot about this team. But going back to Quinn, that game against Georgia Mason, I mean, he stepped up and made some big threes, and I think that's something that we've been missing a little bit this past year. Is obviously with the, that Huggins defense is. We'd always get those defensive stops or those great stops, but sometimes we couldn't finish it on the the other side of the floor, right, with someone popping up a three or going in there and and, and getting some points off of that. And, man, if we can, especially Quinn or any of these, get going and light up, we get Seth going, which he's more than capable of doing, start making some of these shots because, as you talked about, is we're probably going to have to go zone. We're probably going to have to get very conservative on defense, and we're going to have to outscore teams. We're gonna, and, and that's very different from a West Virginia side of things. It's kind of funny. That's kind of how our football team is doing the same thing right now, Ryan, is we're very used to being like the blue-collar culture, the grind it out. We're going to stuff you on defense. We're going to make you frustrated. But now we got to have kind of a little bit more of that finesse and a little more of that offense. And, hey, there may be times where we're not as strong on the defense, but, hey, we're going to the other side and we're crashing boards and we're putting the ball back up. So, obviously, rebounding is going to be crucial and critical offensive and defense um, for this team.
1: Yeah, and, and it's not just Jesse who needs to rebound the ball. They got to rebound as a team. The guards mm-hmm. have got to rebound down. If they play zone, we've seen this for years and years with Syracuse, where Jesse Edwards came from. The guards are going to have great opportunities because most likely teams are going to be shooting jump shots gun through zone, which means longer message. So the guards can't just rely on Jesse Edwards to get every single rebound. It's got to be a team effort, team rebound. And because that's, that's been Josh's biggest concern in the preseason. He said it over and over and I'm sure it was addressed weeks and weeks uh, leading into the season opener. So now it's time to go execute.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We saw it. We saw it with, I think it was the last team that you were the video coordinator for is trouble with that team, right? Is they would go up for rebounds and it was like a game of volleyball broke out after the, under yeah, the basket. Awful. And it kind of started a little bit last year too, but they, they got it taken care of and stuff. And, and, so what you got to do, it's got to go up and, and, and get the ball. I get, you can't, there, there is a formula to this, right? You can't expend everything on defense. You got to, you know, equally figure it out across all sides of the floor on all sides of the ball. But Hey, you gotta, if, if you have that extra bit of energy, you got to put it into rebounding. So I, I know we, we've we talked to Josh about it and they, they've definitely been putting a strong emphasis on that. And while I say all that, Ryan, um, let, let's do the the old famous money line mac
1: three
0: keys to victory the former video coordinator for this team what how does west virginia beat missouri state tonight ryan
1: so obviously i'm a bob huggins guy i i work for hugs and work work for the staff and rebounding is my number one key to victory shocker uh what? i've been paying attention for all these years yeah like i said rebound as a team we, we that was probably one of the Things I was most concerned with in that George Mason game is all the offensive rebounding opportunities from the Patriots. Hit somebody, man. Make this a physical game. If you don't go hit them, they're going to go hit you, and then they're going to get the rebound. So rebounding, we got to win the battle on the glass. Missouri State's a good rebounding team, so you're going to have to go out of your way to box somebody out so that we limit them to one possession. My second key to victory, and th- this is on the defensive side of things, is we got to be smarter tonight. Jesse Edwards can't pick up two fouls by the first media. And we sometimes see this like we'll see in a March Madness when you match up with a smaller team, you're not used to guarding a six foot-seven center, a six foot-six guy, where they drag you out to the perimeter. It you got this is where your discipline and your technique really comes into play. You got to find a way to guard without fouling. It doesn't mean give up a layup, but stay disciplined, push them to the baseline, know where your help is coming from. And that, and my final key to victory is kind of what we talked about in football this year. Keep that chip on your shoulder. Everybody's picking Missouri mm-hmm. State tonight. Everybody's picking Missouri State to come into Morgantown, where we've been so good for 15 years, and beat us. Keep that chip on your shoulder. It's going to be a good crowd. It's a top 10 attendance crowd headed into a year with all the turmoil. Mountaineer Nation is back in this team. Mm-hmm. Get off to a fast start. Come out, come out, and punch them in the mouth and get this crowd into it and and, and ride that momentum and keep the crowd engaged, and it starts on the defensive end. Yeah, the crowd will go crazy whenever you dunk or you make a big three, but some of the loudest times at the Coliseum are when Gabo Saboyan took a charge or when Javon Carter dove on the floor for a loose ball or Deuce McBride went into the first row to save a ball that led to a dunk. That's what the fans love. So it all starts with energy, effort, and winning plays, and that's how we're going to win this game tonight.
0: My one uh, mental key to victory the, from uh, going to West Virginia University and graduating in sport and exercise psychology. Got to add a little bit of mental flair to this, Ryan. Just play basketball. Just yeah. you, you made it to this point. You've you've been. It's basically what you've been saying is you've gone through a whole off season of crap. You you've you, you this is the game you love. Just go out and play. We got your back. We got this team's back. We'll be out there. And I love that Josh shared that like this was a top ten season of season tickets, like what over 7,000 season tickets were bought yeah. for this year. And Hey, hopefully that number continues to climb, but we're Mountaineer nation. We support our own. We, we, and, and especially with basketball. I mean, we are a basketball school. We love it when our football team does well. Football rules, the general sport of football rules at the end of the day, but West Virginia is a basketball school, right? Jerry West is the face of the NBA. Look at this beautiful call scene behind me. Look at this beautiful head coach with this hall of fame jacket on behind me for our YouTube audience. This is our identity. So just go out there. Just play hard. And I think it'll be a good night for the Mountaineers, Ryan.
1: I do too, man. And, and you mentioned it, man. For for us to be a top 10 season ticket with, with all the turmoil, people being willing to get in their cars after working all day, eight to five or even longer hours, just so they could go watch and share on this team for two hours. That's some neat stuff. And that, that, that's a testament to this fan base and how loyal they are. And and how resilient this fan base in this state is. And I, I think this team is really gonna represent this program, this university, and this great state this year. And I'm I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm looking forward to cheering them on every single step of the way. And it starts tonight.
0: Amen, brother. All right, we'll be back with you guys tomorrow, obviously discussing this game. Yep. Enjoy the game tonight. College basketball season's here. It's the most wonderful time of the year, the intersection of basketball and football i'll be at the game tonight so if you see me out there come say hi as always uh love love the interactions you guys you guys are the best we appreciate and love your support thank you so much let's go mountaineers and let's get josh eilert his first win let's go mountaineers let's get win number one tonight see everyone